This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Welcome back to Giddy Up. You're with Gareth Hall and Jack Dickens on this Friday morning. And we're about to catch up with Michael Wood to get an update there with the track in Sydney and his all-important track update. And he's ready to go. Michael, Gareth Hall with you, mate. Um, thanks for joining us. I just wanted to make an apology, first of all, because on our preview show I said, ah, oh, it'll be good for I've just looked at the weather report. Um, um, uh, they'll be racing on a firm track in, in Sydney. Then after I said that, they had the biggest down, downpour um, for quite some time, they tell me, in Sydney, and they even shut down the airport. So I do apologise for jinxing you. Yeah, mate, I'll, I'll blame you. That's that's fine. It's better better to blame you than blame me. So um, what's it looking like now, mate? Um, how do you think this track will play? Yeah, look, perfect blue sunny skies today. Uh, we've got a top temperature of around 28, 29, um, and about the same again tomorrow. So um, in actual fact, it's, it's really let in well. Uh, the, the track received all the rainfall that we've had in the last sort of 48 hours exceptionally well we um, stopped all of our irrigation on Sunday so um, we were well set up to cater for any rain but uh, we're a soft five today and look I'd expect that we'll be probably still a soft five in the afternoon but uh, not too far off that good four range. Okay so by the time that first race is commenced tomorrow you think we'll be close to a good four? Yeah I do Um, you know our penetrometer and, and going sick readings at the moment are tipping us just into the five um, we we topped 29 mils yesterday, but it came in about a three-hour period. So it was quite an intense storm that come through. Um, but as I say, the, the track received the rain really well. So uh, I'd expect we'll be a good four. If we're not there this afternoon, I think we'll be pretty close in the morning. And it sounded like it was um, it was perfect rain in a way because you took the punt and didn't um, water the track since Sunday, predicting that that rain would come yesterday. Yeah, exactly. We we had a forecast of about 20 mils of rain initially, um, and that was for the week. We've ended up with uh, a bit of 56 and a half. So we copped a little bit more. You know, I, I sort of thought if we had that 20, we'd be be sitting nicely in the good four range. But it's it's just put us into the soft. But um, really, with a, a couple of 30 degree days leading in, it set us up perfectly. And the rails back into the true for a group one meeting with some of the the best horses in the land doing battle. So. Um, it shouldn't get any better, really, on a summer afternoon there at Royal Randwick with um, some Group 1 stars going around. Yeah, I think it's just set up for a perfect day. I mean, 30 degrees in at Randwick's generally pretty warm um, because we're close to the coast. But, uh, yeah, look, I think the track's set up perfectly back into the true where there's there's not a mark on it. Um, and all those good horses are back. So we're, we're definitely getting that uh, carnival feel back. Sensational, Michael. That is a terrific update. So I've won my bet. We're going to be on a good four by tomorrow. He's so I, I, he's just, no, no, he, I told you. They, they never listen to me, Michael, so I appreciate you confirming <laughs> that. Um, good on you, mate. Well done. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. There's, yeah, there's Michael Wood. So there you go. Good four rail in the true. Um, 
just the rain that they needed yesterday. Oh, it's too good, mate. You yep. just uh, you're all over it. Hopefully, we see him as well tomorrow what if about, we're at the races. What about every hero on Twitter getting stuck into me? You go on the early crow, blah blah blah. I knew what I was doing. <laughs> you always it's like do. you. It's like you questioning me about Marine One's tactics tomorrow. <laughs> well, just had Do to check think, like, yeah. where it was coming from. Was yeah. it your melon or was it <laughs> was it from the source? <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. Dean Watley not far away here. He's got a couple of Is he of out winners. of bed? Oh, I think so. He's ready oh, to go. Oh, Greg Oden. He... Now, explain who Greg Oden is. No one knows who Greg Oden is. Well, we had a uh, draft, yep. a, a sporadic draft for SEN Track. you got about the, a minute. For yeah. the futures this yep. week. And, and somehow, some, I don't know how, but Dean went number one. Yeah. Greg, Greg Oden was drafted number one once upon a time in front of Kevin Durant. Okay, but actually, he's tipping better than you at the moment, probably, Dan. <laughs> so that, that's why he's, he's that's why he has gone number one. We'll check. Can, we'll check the socials when li- we do the little, little bit scorecard. Of je- I think there's a little bit of jealousy with the young fella coming through the ranks with you, Dicko. We'll take a break <laughs> and we'll come back with plenty more. This is Giddy Up live from Warwick Farm at the English Classic Sales, and um, we've got Dean Watling coming up straight after this. Welcome back to Giddy Up, Gareth Hall with you, along with Jack Dickens. We're live from the Warwick Farm English Complex here um, as we get set for the classic sales that start on Sunday. And we're doing all this for English, of course, and firstlightracing.com.au. Um, and First Light Racing are flying at the moment. They'll be participating at these sales, there's no doubt about that, and trying to find their next instructor. But Dean Watling joins us, the number one barrier attendant in the game. And I'm um, looking forward to previewing this Sydney car with him a little bit more in depth. G'day, Dino. Welcome to Giddy Up. Morning, fellas. Gareth, Jack. Um, I tell you what, it's going to be good Jack. for rails in the, the, the true. Um, a beautiful day in Sydney, 30-odd degrees. It doesn't get any better, I don't think, for us racing fans. No, it doesn't. And we had a little bit of a scare yesterday with a monsoon of rain. But it's you had a scare. You should have tried to land the plane. That's <laughs> very, very scary. But um, blue skies today, fellas, which you know, been out at um, Warwick Farm. I think the track should dry up really well. Um, Ramwick's a good draining track, especially in summer. So hopefully back to a good four. Rail true, it's the best Ramwick track you can have. And it's a track that we love to bet up on. Don Corleone, we might listen to what Paul Snowden had to say about this exciting colt yesterday when he joined me for the stable mail. Yeah, he did say, I think um, Lee did say he's um, going really well. He's into a dollar sixty-five now with the scratching at King's Gambit. I'll go to you here, Dino. Um, can you take a dollar sixty-five about Don Corleone? I can't. I took $2 when they first put up the marker yesterday, which was an absolute gift, and he's rightfully so being smashed in a dollar sixty-five. I've got him marked around a dollar seventy, so I think he's touched short, but hopefully he puts his hand up um, as the top-line cult in the country um, towards a slipper, potentially a diamond, but I think they'll go the way of the slipper. I think the only danger in the race is Empress of Wonder, who has a really nice turn of foot, but probably will be back in the field from gate four. So excited to see what Dom Celione can do up to 1,100 metres. We might have a look at a few of the other races on the program there in Sydney tomorrow. Um, and there's some interesting contests there on a Saturday afternoon. We might have a look at race number five and, um, this is an intriguing race. You've got Mr. Mozart first up at five fifty. Grafina at four forty's been a little easy. Quantico at five dollars. Had a chat to the voice of Sydney Racing, Darren Flindell. He's a pretty smart punter. Um, he Very likes Quantico Damari. Yep, um, he's astute. 
Um, titanium Power at five fifty and Espiona with our man William Pike taking the ride at four dollars. Dino, you've got what do you? How do you assess this race? Yeah, it's an outstanding little race. A lot of sort of stories coming into it. Ranch Hand first up, Gelded Espiona have they fixed that lay in lay out um, next thing that she had last preparation, and then you got the likes of Quantico, who's always been touted as a Group One sprinter, just needs a dry track and just needs to stay sound. So. It's a really good race. If I had a leaning in this, Mr. Mosaic's one of mine. Uh, he's a really good fresh horse. Should have won first up last preparation. Jason Colt's going all right at the minute, and the Hawks are starting to string a couple of together. So it's a really good race, really tight race. Uh, it's not a race that I'll be chiming into too heavily, but if I had a lean, it would be Mr. Mozart. I know you're keen on the English Millennium tomorrow for the two-year-olds. Learning to fly, $3. You know, Dicko, if learning to fly wins, Annabelle gets the Ferrari. I don't think she's going to get the Ferrari. Okay. Um, she's into $3, learning to fly. Fashile at $8. Lasago at $9. Blanc de Blanc for Michael Friedman and James McDonald's had good support at $5.50. Kundalini at $7 for Mara Eustace, Jason Collett. This is another two-year-old that's had support in this race here, Dino. How are, how are you reading this race once again? Yeah, I think the biggest thing here is the map and the pressure up front. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. You don't want to be drawn on the rails. It's going to be a high-pressure race up front. Remick Rail True, you want to sort of get to that six-metre lane and plus. So I'm looking for horses settling just off sort of the pace, midfield role, which I think learning to fly can do. We saw her tactical versatility first start when they pushed the button. Um, Chad Schofield rolled to the front. She hit the front, got lost, and then was headed and fought back and was running away from... Um, Steel City late. So that tells me that she's probably going to be a better horse ridden with a sit and a bunny to chase, which I think she'll get here. I think the main danger is Ozaga, who was brilliant on debut. Um, really good there. One start, freshened into this. Pikey, rail through, Ramwick, he's going. Got to respect Blanc to Blanc. I know has big wraps on it. Trial was outstanding. Um, Barry 16, same boat as learning to fly, but J-Mac jumps on that horse and jumps off another. So that's a big query. It's a fascinating race, outstanding, probably the best edition of the English Millennium we've seen. And I'm keen to back learning to fly. I think we just wait to race day and we'll get a much better price than the 290 currently. I think Kundalini might start favourite. Kundalini? Mm. Yeah, it was... I think we'll, well, I think the market might gravitate because especially if Dong Sterling comes out wins by five in the first race. Obviously, Kundalini rang second behind it. Don't know mm. if it starts favourite, but I definitely think it starts better or shorter, sorry, than seven dollars. It was a really good run in behind, and it's probably the map horse, if anything, to go. So there you go. So you you both have something on Kundalini because you think you'll get it'll be sure to come tomorrow. Oh, I, I'll just have something on Kundalini, but I, I think I think. Dean's just steaming into learning to fly. Yeah, I reckon learning to fly. They don't do what she did on Dubu, 1,200 metres on pace, kick back. The, the scary thing is for punters, I guess, and Dean's much more astute at this than I am, is potentially you need to sort of have a learning to fly golden slipper bet if you want to back it on Saturday, because if yeah. it wins from that draw with this map, mm. what price is it going to be? How do you think that track will play um, rail in the true hot day in Sydney? Yeah, I think it's a disadvantage to be right up on pace leading on that inside. I think you sort of want to be, you don't want to be too far back. Midfield, getting to that lane six um, is absolutely perfect. I think um, that's the way the rail uh, true plays. It's a day you can back those horses off pace and midfield with confidence that they're going to get the best run, sorry. So disadvantage leaders up on pace uh, on the rails and looking for those horses drawn off rails midfield and just peeling perfectly into lane six. 
let's hear what Paul Snowden had to say about his fillies yesterday in Revolutionary Miss and also, um, of course, She's a Belter, both at an each-way price in the light fingers. Two lovely fillies. Revolutionary Miss has had three trials in the lead-up to this. She's quite forward. Um, always going to butter up through this, this Princess series, so... Happy to go to the races with her. She's a um, nice, mature filly now. Uh, she's a builder. Talking about maturity and, and how big she is, she's just grown into a monster of a man. She's been trialling nicely. Um, she still kept that residual fitness from those that cameo two-run performance um, last preparation, which wasn't that long ago, and you've seen how well she trialled um, lately. So looking forward to what she can do, see what she can do this preparation. Dicko, you're keen on she's a belter, aren't you? I love the trials. I just yeah. love the trials, and I thought... In an open race, you obviously got to get around the favourite, who's going to be really hard to beat. Like she's, I think she's more exciting than Naf Cabin in secret. What yeah. she did last spring was really, really like proper stuff. So you need to get around her. But I think if she's um, like a, if she's beaten, I think she's a belter and revolutionary myth both are bets. Dino in secret wins a Coolmore. She turns up here on a light fingers, and as Jane's pointed out, it's probably it's probably one of the better light fingers that we're seeing for quite some time, but. She is. I think she's one out of the box in secret. Yeah, I think so too. Um, obviously, price is everything here, and we harp on it all the time. But if you strip her right down, you don't care about price. She's obviously the best horse in the race. And Cindy Cook fill her off first time. She comes out of the Golden Rose form, which obviously has Jack and Ozu Tiger, who then ran second to Af Cabin last week. So it all ties in. Um, Nash, you don't lose anything with Nash going on and J-Mac not on at all. It's just price for me. And I think as punters, you've got to be firm on price and look yourself in the mirror here and say what price you want to take. I'm sitting around that 220, 240 mark. If we yes. get a race day, I'll be chiming in. But outside of that, clean to play a bit of value. I think number nine, a lot more of love. Um, was only just beaten by a golden mile back in the spring. Um, had a lot of upside. The recent trial was phenomenal and around that 35 win and 550 a place. I think if you don't like the shorts, I think you can chime into a lot more love. Let's listen to what James Cummings had to say about the best galloper in the country, Animo, who resumes in the Apollo tomorrow in Sydney. Uh, he's, going, he's going beautifully. We've got him just where we want him first up with uh, a suitable amount of improvement after the run. Going to be, he's going to be feeling very good. Very, he's going to be feeling very well when he gets to the track and gets off that float for the uh, for the for the Apollo Stakes on the weekend. He's uh, he's going to be in dangerous, dangerously good order. Two horse race here. Dangerously good order. Yes. What an operator. Yes. Two horse race. Animo and the only horse that can upset it is Fangirl on this good four now, Dino. Yep, that's the the big tick for Fangirl. If we get back to good four, it's dead set race on. But. I think the profile Animo, if you watch his trials every preparation, he's a bit of a bit of a sort of lazy worker, a little bit like Dicko when he goes for his runs. But this time yes. in, he's really stepped it up to the mark. I think his latest trial is the best he's ever trialed. So he could be in the best prep ever. The price, again, is what you're asked to take, $1.70. Will the bookies be brave enough to push him out? I doubt it. I think he sort of starts around that $1.70, $1.80 mark. So if it's like that, I think... If you want to play into the race, I think Fangirl is a suitable bet around that $8 um, to have an interest. Obviously, Durston's come out, which I was keen on. I think we'll hear more in the media in the next couple of days of why that horse was scratched. Um, but I think maybe it's just sit back, Dicko, grab a, a beer and watch the best horse in Australia go around. Now, having a look at this race um, in Sydney tomorrow as well, we've got, of course, the clash between my tip and um, Mickey Gannon. And I nearly, like... I've, He's, he's on thin ice, Mickey Gannon. I'm nearly out of gutful of him letting us down with the, 
the um, weekend multis. He's been very good everywhere else. Like, he tips when it's for fun. He's been on fire. But every time we put the acid on him for his mates, he just he just the, comes the, up short. The question we're starting to ask ourselves, is he a big game player? Yeah, that's, that's, a big game player. that's the big question. And Written Beauty, he's all over Written Beauty, 750, 255. But I'm telling you, and I don't know how many times I have to tell you again, Larkspur run. $9.285 first up. It is one hell of a chance tomorrow, Dino. And I'll put it this way. It will beat home written beauty. Oh, I've got no doubt in that. I think Gano, he's like that winger that comes in for a scoot and thinks he can play with the big boys. And he just needs to stick to his Coming from a winger who will do a lot of scooting. No, he's maybe, a number... Maybe he can stick to the country on a side. He doesn't have to chime in, but... It's a good race this. I think Norwegian Blues have to get out in the market. Very strange booking of Andrew Atkins uh, on here. I think the horse is going really well. Trials are good, but this is another step up. Um, I think that horse has to drift. And you know my loving for good open horses first up, Gareth. It's, um, it's phenomenal. Jeez, I like Dino. Like, I thought Dino was... I thought, I thought, I thought you... My, my advice to young Dean would be, like, swim between the flags. Like, don't... Like, it's one thing they can take me on, that you've got one ally on this show, and his name's Mick Gannon. He's, yeah, he's, he's got me. He's just giving him one he's of the biggest me. bakes of all time. Yeah, well, I, I think, Dino, you just be you, Dean. I'm proud of you for sticking up and having a crack. Mick will fight back. There's no doubt about that, Mickey G, but... Um, you've got to believe what you believe in. What, how good's Mickey G going? Is that a tennis court as well as a pool? Yeah, I know. I've seen his Is pool it? more times than I've seen, I don't know, this week on Twitter. <laughs> you got to get up a little bit earlier, Dean, do a birth. bit of exercise it's, if you want to crack gags on live radio. Well, your, your gags have been terrible, my feedback yesterday. <laughs> so can you just shut Dicko up just trying to be funny all the time, Gareth? <laughs> um, what's your best bet on the program then? Like a $100 staking plan, what are we doing, Dino? Yeah, I'm going to have $90 on uh, race six, number eight, learning to fly. And a race we didn't touch on yesterday on the weekend preview, but I'm going to have my last $10 on race 10, number four, Waterford. I think um, really good push from the stable, J-Mac. 1,300 metres probably as sharp as he wants it, but I think he's a very progressive group horse in the making. $10 at the 260 Yeah, well, you, you can think about it. It's the second favourite, 380 I think the, play, the, the way to go tomorrow... Um, is a quaddy straight out. Animo Fangirl into what's race? No, you got to start with the in secret. Right? Oh, in secret, in secret one out into Animo and Fangirl into Larkspur Run into Waterford. I'll have in secret. She's a belter, revolutionary miss into Animo Fangirl and Arapaho. Yeah. Into Larkspur Run, written beauty and jump the broom mm. and finish off with. Just for the content, I'm just, I'm just going to stand. Waterford, one yeah, out. It'll win. Hey, Pressure um, on Watley's Dean, on, on, on behalf of everyone here on Giddy Up, we wish you a, a happy 21st birthday tomorrow, mate. Thank you, brother. I'll see you soon. I'll be out there, so I expect a little cake. And Dick, yep. everything. happy birthday to Don't me. Don't give up I. the dream. I you, thought you were off the cake. You can still play <laughs> NRL, mate. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it this You should morning. be off the cake. <laughs> anyway, on that note, we're going to take a break before we get into trouble. We'll take a break, come back with plenty more. We're live from the English Classic Sales here at Warwick Farm in Sydney. It's a pleasure to be with you on this Friday morning. Um, we'll come back and we'll preview some of the other meetings on a Saturday around the country.